The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Well, hello everyone and welcome again to another episode, a special edition of the MexiMind Matters podcast. It is your man with the plan. If he can't do it, no one else can. Mexican. Yes, coming to you live from Dante, Forshize, Columbus. Quarantini. Yes, we are live. Once again, a back-to-back episode. Now, does this mean we're not going to have an episode next week? No, of course it does not mean that. But we wanted to have this episode because we've been getting a lot of hate mail. And I don't mean like death threats or regular hate mail that idiots get. I mean... People bitching about what I say on the air. Now, here's what people understand. It's called Mexi Mind Matters for a reason. If I want to vent about how everybody around me is useless, I'm allowed to do so. And these cases I bring up, these stories I tell, are not stories that I make up. Yeah, the names are a little bit different, but it's... Literally, real stories, real people doing real nonsense that gets me so up in arms. And people are messaging me left and right. Mexi, it can't possibly be that. Mexi, stop complaining. Mexi, quit bitching. Mexi this, Mexi that. No. I literally... Here's what you don't understand. When I started at my firm, we had 10 people writing demands. They would get sent to adjusters for offers to come in and whatnot. After two months, half of them got half of them either got relocated within our firm or got fired because they were that incompetent. Now with this coronavirus thing, we're essential employees. The office manager has been coming in three times a week for a couple hours to do checks. But the rest of the time, she's emailing me to follow up on stuff when that is the whole point of having the option of being remoted in to work from home. If you have a software that downloads the template, you can send the fax from home with our software or email it You shouldn't have to message the one guy who is working 60 plus hours weekly who is in the office to do it. It's ridiculous. And I thought I had a nice core of case managers coming along. But then Jose decides to lie about knowing how to request records and is autistic And doesn't know what the fuck he was doing. We got Mitchell. Who. 
complain about Jose, but then decided to, you know what, I'm not going to listen to our system and our people who do our software. I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want. Not save anything, not do anything, just complain about it, and maybe send out demands. That's the worst part. He was actually getting demands out. My case managers, Mitchell, what was the other name I used? Morticia and Francine actually all beat me once in demands in one month. Each. At different times, of course, not in the same month. But, you know. But then, when all shit hits the fan and everybody's in quarantine, oh, who has the most demands here to date? Yours truly. Because just like Seth Curry sometimes will throw out some brick shots, eventually, once the room's going, boom, boom, boom. Threes after threes after threes. And here I am like, how does Mitchell have an entire drawer of stuff collecting dust is beyond me. And now, with Barbara gone midway through March now I'm allowed to go ahead and start settling cases with my attorney's assistant and in two weeks I had more money settled than she had the two weeks she was there mind you it took her a year and a half to finally be beating 10 January and February um, it is now April and as if, as I mentioned before yesterday as of today, I have more settled this month, and I've been doing this barely, while still cranking out demands. Like, how useless must you live? I, I happened to glance at the pay period for last week. The office manager and Ken are charging 40 hours of salary pay, yet... Based on the amount of time they actually put notes in the system, they're not working 40 hours. There's no fucking way. The other two case managers, Morticia and Francine, you know, whoever, working from home, again, based on the notes I see on the on the system, they're charging eight hours a piece of overtime, yet can't seem to open up a file in one day oh yeah because now they're getting new files we forget the whole month of march i was getting all the new clients all 26 of them hmm 26 new clients 45 demands out 20 cases settled hmm interesting yeah i i just had two cases given to me to settle and both times you know the demand was from Morticia and one, like I mentioned yesterday, she forgot to request the correct records. This time, she didn't include the lost wages. Why? Because she probably thought it was specials of 91K would get you 100K limits. Yeah, if you don't call to ask what the limits are, you're not going to know what the limits are. So when I took the offer and they said the initial offer is 85000 and they didn't even bat an eye, I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers have more than 100K. So we're getting the 250. I call the client. Client's happy with what she's getting right now in her pocket. Shit. It cannot possibly take that long to go from 
the demand going out to the offer coming in, if everything's done correctly, then you call the client, get authority to settle, and then bam, it's in negotiations. It shouldn't take more than a week. Oh no. Ken just leaves the files there sitting at his desk for weeks. Uh, I like to review the file before I talk to him. I'm sorry. What? The only thing you should be doing is creating a disbursement sheet. Um, yeah, we have to pay back the liens. Everybody else is, no, you don't have to. Let the client make the choice. Bada bim, bada boom. Settle the shit. It cannot possibly be this ridiculously hard. I have an office manager. I just found out because, again, now I have to process the mail. Uh, we're outsourcing bookkeeping. So what's the office manager doing? If we're paying somebody to bookkeep, we're paying somebody to probate, we're paying somebody to review demands, and we're paying somebody to do our probate stuff. Are you shitting me right now? Like, what is the office manager doing? Since our accounting person, a.k.a. Miss T-Rex, finally left our firm... Invoices have been getting paid quicker because now I do them. And I've caught our office manager sending out checks to places where they're not supposed to go. They get returned. And she tries to blame other people. I'm sorry, you have a note on your desk that says this is the new address for certain places and yet you still send them to the wrong place. You're... You're cutting checks to places that can be paid with card. And here's the worst part. Ken is still missing liens. He just missed a lien the other day. And I'm just like, I've been doing this for maybe four weeks full time. And I've yet to miss a lien. Knock on wood. So let's calm the fuck down. It's not that hard. And I don't know why people think that putting up with this nonsense is okay. And not just the workers. People at the store. I don't know if I mentioned, I went, I go to Trader Joe's where they only let 25 people in. These motherfuckers can't fucking count who goes in there. They're fucking around. Oh, we only let 25 people in, but 14 of them are employees. <laughs> why do you need one employee per person? I don't know. Oh, let's not make haircut places essential. We're all going to turn into yetis at this point. Get the fuck out of here. Office manager walking in with her kids. Oh, there's nobody. There's really nobody to watch your kids. People telling me, oh, but my mom is diabetic. My cousin is this. Oh, my girlfriend has a doctor's appointment. I can't go to work. I'm sorry. My wife. Went to go get a CT scan last year And I didn't miss work And now you have to go with your girlfriend To a doctor's appointment And not tell anyone To the point that the attorney Didn't even know you had left Clients come in I had a client who came in Who literally told me a month ago He agreed to settle And said I coerced him to do so Said he was going to pay his Pre-settlement loan himself Still hasn't done so he has degenerative issues. Came in today again to bring me the same 
pieces of records that I already had. And I had to treat him like a fucking kid. I said to him, here, we have seven pages of records from January 20th, 2020. Mind you, your last date of treatment was August, but we'll, we'll ignore the five-month gap I've already told you is an issue. I want you to circle like a little kid drawing circles on a piece of paper when you see the words MVA for motor vehicle accident. Motor vehicle accident, a.k.a. the car. He went through it, did three circles. None of them were MVA, mind you. Oh, yeah. You didn't find any? That's because they don't mention the fucking car accident. Not to mention it's five months after your last treatment. He tries to tell me that he has a meniscus tear because he got rear-ended. When the police report says... It was property damage only. So explain to me how you tore your meniscus. Your knees don't hit the wheel. Your leg is already in a bent motion. It's not turning the other way since the car barely got tapped from behind. How did you tear your meniscus? What's this? Degenerative. Yeah, that's degeneration. That's because you're almost 50 years old. We all have degenerative tears. If you had an actual meniscus tear, you wouldn't need injections. You'd be getting surgery. And I can assure you, a property damage only police report is not going to help if we're taking this to court. So I had to literally tell him again. He's told this to the old negotiator. He's told this to me. He's told this to my attorney. And now he comes in unannounced thinking he's going to get an appointment. So I told him, look, here's your options again. Option one, take the 10K. Option two, we wait. Your interest goes up on your loan. You're not going to get enough money. Option three, we wait a year. We're not li- we're not litigating the file. I can tell you that right now. So we'll withdraw in a year. Option four, you go get another attorney and tell him to send us a fire letter. We'll put a lien on the bad boy for our fee. Three grand, problem solved. Ugh, ugh. Guess what option he picked? Four. He picked option four. So yes, go get an attorney. Shut the fuck up. You're not taking the offer? I don't care. At this point, I just want you out of my fucking sight. Because you're a moron. Bringing me the same records we already have. Oh, well, this is about the accident. Yeah, we already submitted those with the demand package that went out in September. They got another fucking client who's even more of a moron. Oh, she wants more money. She's not okay with 30000 overall because, oh my God, my shoulder's in pain, blah, blah, blah. First and foremost, bitch, you forget that we did recorded statements. On the recorded statement, now mind you, this is a rear-end accident again. Car one hits two, hits three, hits four. She's car three with a passenger. Now, car two had rear-ended three first, so she got rear-ended by car two before car one plowed into all of them. Now, here's the fun part. Car two, who got hit from behind, pushed back into her, but already hit her first, so basically she got hit three times. That lady is unscathed. She's not hurt at all. 
Oh, but you want shoulder surgery. Your passenger, which we already settled, barely had any treatment. Oh, yeah, that one's already settled. But you have 36000 in bills and want to have shoulder surgery, which I told you to get before this came around statute of limitation time. Oh, no, no, no. You decided to fuck around and get knee replacements before that. The adjuster's not going higher than 30K. And the best part is, you were in a second accident November 18th of 2019. And she has the audacity to tell me, why does that have to do with anything? They're just trying to get their way out of not paying. I'm sorry, were you not at fault for that accident? Yes. Did you decide not to tell us about the accident? Yes. Okay. How did the accident happen? Well, I was turning left and they T-boned me. Okay, that is exactly what this insurance adjuster is saying. If you're in the process of turning left and you get hit from the side, you're more likely to hurt your shoulder than your back. If you get rear-ended, unless you get plowed going 100 miles an hour, the seatbelt is not going to fuck up your shoulder, especially since the airbags did not deploy. Now... This is why you want to have full collision coverage, UMUIM and all the shebang, because she's like, well, they took forever to fix my car. Well, yeah, because guess who didn't have collision coverage? Which is irrelevant at this point. Mind you, sidebar, if you do want all the shebang when you get your coverage, give my man Raymond a call, American National, proud sponsor of the Mixing My Matters podcast. Use promo code MEXI, save on your bundling. Also, if you need therapy, want to work out, want to do some stretching, want to do some yoga, Super Studio 253, use the promo code MEXI, save on your classes, another proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. And if you need massages, oh yeah, because she threw that in my face, massages. I've been getting massages for my shoulders. I didn't include that in, in, the, in the, the treatment. I'm sorry. No adjuster is going to take massages seriously. But if you need one, and want a good price for it, use promo code MEXI, hand and stone massage. MEXI goes to the one in Polaris. You can go to Dublin, Polaris, Black Lake, and Columbus, or anywhere around the country. Same promo code saves you on your sweetest massage and your membership. Hand and stone massage, a proud sponsor of the Mexican Matter Matters podcast. But I cannot emphasize this enough. Massages don't count towards any kind of treatment. Do you really think an adjuster is going to take a massage? Seriously? Anybody can get a massage. They don't even give you fucking records. You've been massaging your shoulder? Really? Paying it out of pocket? Didn't tell anyone? Yeah. Let me just include that. Even though you had a second car accident. Even though you barely got love tapped. And you're here complaining to me that you want more money. When we're taking cuts... And statues coming up in less than six weeks, and you think we're going to actually litigate this? No, we're not going to litigate this file. So if you don't want to settle, yeah, we're not accepting this at all. We're not taking this to court, I can tell you that right now. Insane. Ridiculous. The amount of nonsense I have to put up with. And then you guys come to me and complain. As of like, yeah, no, I don't deal with stupid people. 
I'm the one that's actually going to work every fucking day during quarantine while still shopping for everyone. Do you know how many times I wash my hands every time I go to the bathroom? That's enough right there to not have to do anything. Do you know how many times I touch my face? Not that many. Why the fuck would I be touching my face? I don't put lotion on my face. I, I shave. That's about it. I wash my face. I shower every day. There's no fucking way I'm getting this nonsense. Oh, but let me do groceries for everybody. Yeah. Let me answer everybody's text messages and questions left and right while I'm working 60-hour weeks. Let's have the audacity to tell me that I am working too much and that it is not justifiable with the amount of files I have. I'm sorry. The fact that I have to tell my office manager how many files I have is already a problem. But yet, let's collect 40 hours a week on salary for her and Ken, even though they don't even put in the work. If you can pull up every note made, every entry done on our system, somebody who does 60 hours a week has way more than somebody who does 40, supposedly. Same thing with the other two. Uh... And then don't even answer the phone. That's the worst part. You take the phone home to answer the phone. Mind you, it has gotten better because before they just weren't doing it. Now they at least answer the phone here and there. But here's what drives me nuts about that. I would much rather you not answer the phone than make a note that says, picked up the phone, transferred to Alex. Ah! No. You should be smart enough to be able to pick up the phone. Hey, Oh, let me check the calendar that we have online because I'm working from home and I'm remoted in. Oh, Alex has a recorded statement. Yeah, he's on the other line. What can I help you with? Oh, I don't know the answer. Let me send you to his voicemail. Please allow him 24, 48 hours to call you back. Yeah, they don't even say that. Oh, I don't know the answer because I'm useless. No. Any person who answers the phone should be able to convey a message to a client that is based on what is going on with the file. You're still treating? Are you done treating? Oh, where are you going? Okay, problem solved. Oh, we're missing this, this, and this, and that. Great. Then you can tag me in the note so I can see that you actually told them what you were supposed to tell them. I don't need a note tag if you're literally just transferring to my voicemail. That's basically the voicemail itself notifies me that you did that. I, myself, never transfer a call. Oh, yeah. He's on the other line. What can I help you? Oh, okay. XYZ. ABC. Done. It is not that hard. This is why I get angry when people come to me and say that they're too busy every person who's left our firm has said they were too busy i'm sorry half the having 50 fucking files is not being busy is you being useless how do you live your life i don't know i right now have over 50 files that i have to settle but i still have my still treating files i still have my waiting on records files i still have my demands already sent to adjuster files Oh, I'm sorry. I'm doing the job of the mail sorter, the scanner, the bookkeeper. 
oh, I have to follow up on Medicaid liens for the entire firm, process everybody's mail, be the top case manager, be the top settler, oh, and also assist with anything else my attorney needs. But please, by all means, I'm working too many hours. By all means, I don't know what I'm doing. It is sad. Right now, I had to hear about it because apparently there's, there was protests yesterday or last night. I don't know when. Down at the state house where the coronavirus speeches go from the mayor. I'm sorry. Protesting what? What are you protesting? That you're at home twiddling your thumbs? I'm sorry. You all had gym memberships and didn't want to go to the gym when you could. Now everybody wants to go outside. Oh, I'm sorry. You, uh, you decided to get a job at a non-essential employee employer? Yeah. Um, no. That's how you get laid off. Oh, there's too many people filing for unemployment. What do we do? I don't know, government. Maybe if you don't hire idiots who don't know how to pencil push, like people at the BMV who take forever to process something, maybe you would be able to get through, I don't know, 3,500,000 requests for unemployment. Oh, my God. Our hospitals are overwhelmed. We don't have enough ventilators. Well, I'm sorry, hospitals. Don't you try and make a profit by overcharging for surgeries and also doing what I do in personal injuries? Don't you try to circumvent pain through health insurance to get more money? I don't know. Through our clients' medical payments coverage? Hmm. What do you do with that money? The profits that you have as a hospital, uh, don't you think you should have stocked up on ventilators by now? Oh, you want the president to send you free shit. Oh, yes, he doesn't want to. Either he's useless or too dumb. I don't fucking know. But you know who is even more dumb? The people who actually thought that Biden was not going to be the nominee. But yes, let's have Biden against Trump. We all want to see that. Meanwhile, while everybody's fucking around, I'm still going to work. I'm still bringing in the money. I'm still providing for my family. But by all means, yes, let's complain about nonsense. Oh my God, we had a tornado, global warming, blah, 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 blah. Um, nobody's been saying anything about global warming since everybody's been outside. Oh, look, the ozone seems to be fixing itself. Shocker. Yeah, guess what? Um, bad weather happens. Suck it up. Because I'm tired of having to justify why I have to literally talk about the same nonsense on a weekly basis. But that's why everybody wants... To listen. You guys are the ones listening. Nobody's forcing you to. I'm not paying you to. But by all means. Rant over. I hope you enjoyed this back to back. During quarantine season. As always. All the episodes are online. iTunes. SoundCloud. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Hit us up on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. And as always, remember people, where there's a Mexican, there's a motherfucking way. 
until next time, hopefully this nonsense stops soon. Because my races, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember what Mexi wanted to do 14 in 14 days? Yeah. Six of those got moved to Labor Day weekend. And the other six got moved to end of September, beginning of October. So now I got to do two sets of six because I still want to donate in the memory of Kobe Bryant because I'm a man of my word. But I'm over here doing virtual races now because three of my races got turned into virtual races. I got to sign up for other races. I got to move all this shit. Yeah, things happen. Life sucks. But where there's a Mexican, there's a way. So if I am able to go to work as an essential employee, I don't want to hear any complaints. My mom had surgeries. My dad has diabetes he doesn't take care of. So woe is me if you have kids and they're at home. Uh, You're the one decided to spread your legs and have multiple children. So suck it up. Oh, they can't go to school. How about you teach them something? Oh, wait, you're too dumb to do so? Yeah, let's have IQ tests. And eugenics should, should be brought back, but not abused. Let's get this shit right. Well, there's a Mexican. There's always a way, ladies and gentlemen. Remember that. Mexi 2024.